What's up, Chicago? Great to be here. You met Uncle Wires, haven't you? Hi. <laughs> what the hell's happening there? Well, I think it's a waste. I think I love you can order drinks here. There's a wait step? Is that? Or, or do you have a sign? No. Nope. Okay. Hiding her face. I think you can order, is that order drinks? Yeah. yeah. See? And we tip that person, don't we? Yes, we do. And if we don't tip that person, who comes down into the audience and breaks your finger? That guy. <laughs> Leaping Lincoln. And you drive, too. We have a van, and you drive it, too. So you're my driver, too. Asshole. Sometimes the help gets weird. I, I was out of line. I let him have his tantrum to say, because I, I think you should let the, the staff vent. <laughs> it's hard to win this one. <laughs> Gareth. Dave. The Dollop Podcast. That's the, that's this. Uh, it is brought to you in part by Squarespace. Um, Squarespace, of course, uh, a website. Oh, did I just a website? No, Gareth. No, it is a domain, website, I, 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 online store, marketing tool, agree. analytics. I don't agree. It's a lifestyle. All in one. It is a lifestyle. They actually have a club Squarespace in Martinique. Mm-hmm. So if you want to yep. lounge on the beach and enjoy the Squarespace lifestyle, you can do that. But oh. right now, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the all-in-one platform that you and I are a part of. Uh, yep. We both have our websites with Squarespace. We have the dolloppodcast.com with Squarespace. Jose's website is with Squarespace. So, sources page, our engagement registry. Um, mm-hmm. Any website that we're associated with is Squarespace. The, the slime one we do where we just slime each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're yeah. all... If you if you if you're buying a domain uh, from Squarespace, super simple. There's no hidden fees. Uh, there's no price hikes. None of that nonsense going on. They're just straight level folks. Yeah, it's not like dealing with the mafia. We actually met the the spaces, the, the people who started Squarespace, and had a supper with them, and they are salt of the earth. Great folks. Unbelievable people. I uh, I got to recommend Squarespace. I, I first started using them because the templates look so great and it was so easy to use, which is, for uh, someone like me, a big dummy when it comes to computers, great. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get enough. I If I can do it, your 98-year-old grandmother can do it. Yeah. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to head over to squarespace.com slash dollop for a free From trial. When right you're now. ready to launch, use okay. offer code dollop to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. It's exciting. It is exciting. Uh, Gareth, you know what else is exciting? Huh? Helix Sleep. Ugh. Helix Sleep, of course, uh, we're, now we're talking about a bed situation. So I, of course, have a Helix Sleep. There's two Helix Sleep mattresses in my home. Uh, one for the, the kid who lives here and then me and my wife. It's your son. Um, okay, let's not get technical. And then it it comes in a... He, the mattress comes to your home. It just comes, and it's in a box, and you open it up. It's like a birth, and it comes to life, and uh, and then you it, uh, you do it right on the bed there, and uh, and then it it 
it's like a little tiny thing, and then it's a big mattress. And it's a lot like a sun. It's super comfortable. Yeah. It is a lot like a sun. And uh, it's super comfortable. Uh, my sleep is better now that I'm sleeping on a Helix. Um, there's also lovemaking that Gareth does. And then Gareth sleeps with his cat. Yep. And those are, yep, those are not, uh, those are, I separate those activities greatly. Sometimes it's a premium mattress. It's uh, tailored based on what uh, what's going on with your body. You know, yep. uh, some people uh, sleep hot. Some people sleep cold. Some people have back problems. Uh, me, I sleep on my calves. And this mattress is the one I got, the Dusk Lux. Uh, it's very, it's specifically for people like me, calf sleeping. Uh, it's a it's a firm mattress. And uh, and I'm sleeping like a like a calf baby. You're okay with the things you're saying. I just want to make sure you want us. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you go to you go to Helix. You take their quiz, uh, and then it and then it it tells you which mattress is right for you. And then the, and then it, they ship it out, and it comes yep. uh, free of charge. And then they got different models and features because uh, everybody's different. Uh, memory foam layers, uh, enhanced cooling. Because uh, I know you sleep very hot. I sweat so much, you'd think that I was going through some kind of withdrawal. I feel like you shouldn't say things also. I'm just following your lead here, Jack. (laughs) Uh, Nolly is it the best mattress I've slept on, but uh, the whole setup is super easy and just comes to your door. It's It's really, really easy to do. Yes, it's awesome. And then they got, and then Helix has a great warranty, 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And... Look, they're off. Helix is offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash dollop. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. May 25th, 1847. The year of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Son of God. His dad didn't drink. Now, <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. If he did, it was on. So he was just like, oh, I made an octopus sober. <laughs> that was a sober thing that he did. Spiders. Really, you really hate things with eight arms. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's your deal. Fuck yeah. 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 The yeah. sloth? You're an octist. He made the sloth sober. <laughs> he made the sloth out of heroin. Like heroin the animal. Now I should I should have looked up this how to say sure. this guy's name. Well, whatever. Either way, nobody nobody's gonna comment. If I'm saying it wrong, just correct it from the beginning. We'll edit it out. We'll tell you I said it correctly the whole time. John Alexander Dowie. Yeah. Is that it? I mean, that one guy said it. It's, it, it's spelled D-O-W-I-E, so it's going to be like Dowie or some shit. Sir, it's Dowie, like you said, right? You're 100%. He said, yeah, again with a thumbs up. Bouncer? Yeah. <laughs> hey, driver will take care of him. 
Should I take him to the van boss? Give him a what's for? John Alexander Dowie was born in Edinburgh, Scotland. Nice. His father was a tailor and a preacher. Family was very poor and religious. If you can imagine those going along. Of course. Uh, John was all part of God's plan. (laughs) Now eat the sheep hoof. It works in mysterious ways. Here, eat the guts. Haggis. Mmm. Eat it like spaghetti now. That's tasty. Uh, John was often sick. Okay. In 1860, the family moved to Adelaide, South Australia. Where did they move? Adelaide. What a fun little name of a town. Gosh, it reminds me of something. What? I don't know. Go ahead. Marmalade? No, it's not that. Go ahead. Marmalade. You're out of your element. Uh, There his dad became... What? I haven't said anything for 27 minutes. His dad became the president of the Total Abstinence Society. So John is 13, and he got a job working for a while in a boot import business his uncle owned. Importing boots? Yeah. Okay, sure. But it didn't work out because John had a quick temper and was insubordinate. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When he was fired, he threatened to beat his uncle with a boot jack. Oh, Wow, these boot jacks were meant for beating, and that's just what they'll do. That is perfect for a beating. Yeah. Man, it's just like, I thought he was gonna beat him with a boot. The boot jack is perfect to like press him up against the wall yeah. and be like, ow, ow, that's right, you son of a bitch. Don't tell me what to play to It's thick, you could really hit someone with it. Yeah, easy, there's the Dave I like. Yeah. Could crack a fucking skull. All right, settle down, settle down. At 20, he went to. So at 20, he goes back to Scotland to Edinburgh uh, to study for the congressional congressional ministry, congregational ministry. Sure. On May 21st, 1872. So he he beat his. He threatened to beat his uncle with a boot jack, and then he was like, "I need to get into religion. Yeah, I need to. I'm too good for this job." On uh, May 21st, 1872, he was ordained as a pastor and sent to a church in Alma in South Australia. Okay. So, wait, so he went back to Scotland, then back to Australia. Got the, got okay. the learning. Right. Learned how to tell people. Yeah, learned, learned how to explain a fantasy man. Yep. Right. And then they sent him back to Australia to, to spread the good word of, word of Christ. Right, yeah. And if you don't accept the Lord, boojack. Yeah, boojack. <laughs> Please accept him into your life. I, I don't know. It sounds a little made up. I'll kill you with this boot machine. Okay. Did you say boot machine? That's right. <laughs> look at all the working parts. <laughs> you look at that. You don't think that's a machine? It's just a, two pieces of wood. Oh, Christ almighty. Slow down. I'm lost. How does it work? Where's the on-off switch? It's a boot jack. You put one... One boot on Slow one down, end. Dr. Scientist! Talk to me like a regular person! And you I'm bloody lost! Other boot in like the whole thing and you pull it out. Whoa, so it's like a robot? 
No, it's a couple of pieces of wood. Christ. You've really done something amazing. What's your background in? Biology. No, I, I just cut wood off of trees. Do you guys not have wood in Scotland? I don't even have the answer. Okay. Loving what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. What do you make your houses out of? Bootjacks. So he lasted nine months as pastor at that uh, church. John said he quit because of bad health, while others said he was constantly arguing with his congregation. It's, I mean, okay, that just seems a little straight, like, because you would think they're there. Yep. So they're probably, so I, my guess is it wasn't health reasons. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. How old is he? Uh, he is, uh... 20s? Uh, no, no, he is, uh, yeah, he's mid-20s. Okay, so health reasons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he was sent to uh, Newtown, New South Wales, in February. Oh, the uh, app crashed. There it is. Uh, he was sent to. Was <laughs> he was sent to Newton, New South Wales, in February 1875. Uh, he got involved in politics and became a leader of the Social Reform Party, which pushed free education. Okay, sure. Um, in 1876, he married his cousin, sure, Jeannie Cockburn. Jeannie what? Jeannie Cockburn. I mean, you definitely got to be careful. And that's a nickname. Oh God! I'm Jeannie Andrews, but you can call me Cockburn. Wowie zowie! My cousin and my Cockburn. Let me eye it. Let me show you how to boot jack. Oh, that's, her. that's where I fought your slipper. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what he looks like at this point. Oh, Jesus. So he looks like a younger version of the guy he's working for. Yeah. He looks crazy, Scottish. Um, Tried to kill his uncle with a boot jack, marrying his cousin. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that year, Archbishop Vaughn said in a sermon that every man, woman, and child were being influenced by supernatural forces. Here we go. Here we go. Pagan gods. Here we go. Who wanted to destroy influencing nations. He wanted to destroy influencing nations? The pagan gods wanted to destroy Okay, I thought that was his move. He was like, we need to blow up some nations. Get the boot jack. And uh, Vaughn went after Protestants, and so John responded. He lectured, he wrote articles for papers, he took out ads in papers, and he wrote an 88-page response. Jesus Christ. It's like if one this of those is, texts that you're like, I'm not going to This is when you're just like, all right, yeah. What, I, just calm down. Yeah. 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 Calm, calm your shit down. Yeah. Tons right. of people read it. So it's a huge fucking, his response is huge, kind of puts him on the map a little bit. Sure. What an exciting time. Yeah. <laughs> then in 1877, he said he was resigning from pastor of his church 
And he opened up his own church with no denomination. Hmm, that seems strange. A non-denomination. Although it might make sense that he was arguing with his parishioners. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So he's like, the problem with religion is the specifics. <laughs> We've got none of those here. He called it the free Christian platform. Okay, free Christian in the sense that it's free of Christianity or it's, it's free Christ, to... it's, it's Christianity, but it's free of all the... It's diet Christian. Christian life. It's new Christian. It's... Christian two. Two. Right, okay. Or three. Sure. Or seven. Okay, stop. Nine. No? Uh, so, it's a hit. He's preaching to pack venue. You have to see this new Christian. <laughs> it's so awesome. You're going to love it. This guy married his cousin. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> this guy's crazy. And let me tell you the first thing. Marrying your cousin is completely fine. If not, encouraged. This guy's wild. I'm loving his new stuff. So he attacked the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, he was being ridiculed by the Sydney press. And so at this point, this very popular pastor retires for health reasons. And John ends up taking over. Okay. So now he's back into a religion. That's denominational, religious, organized situation. Okay, right. But he just does it because it's a big church. Sure. Okay. It's the Sackville Street Tabernacle in Collinwood. He does that on May 15th, 1882. Okay, it is big. Yep. All right. Uh, so he also starts attacking spiritualists, which I'm fine. That's, yep. <laughs> he, uh, he sues one for libel. Uh, really? Because he and the spiritualists started writing letters back and forth debating or whatever. Right. And um, John published the letters and the spiritualists do not want them published. He wanted them kept private. But John was upset with what he had written to describe what the spiritualists thought of him. So he sued the spiritualists. Sorry. Yes. He published the negative stuff the spiritualist said about him, and he read it, and he was like, that's bullshit. No. No, okay. John published the letters. In the letters, John had written what he thought the spiritualist thought. So it's thought even worse than what I just said. Yes. Because the spiritualist didn't even say what he said. Correct. He was just like, I know what you think of me. I'm just some bootjacking weirdo. Well, let me tell you this. I'm my cousin fuck face and then he was like oh my god this is printed I asked for this I'm gonna take you down he's like I literally did nothing what are you what is your deal he's like, oh fuck I can't believe you do that you double cross me I said to not publish it you said some awful things you said those you thought them you are what you've uh, wronged the wrong man Cockburn Get the boot jack. <laughs> so he looks like a total fucking idiot in court, and he is just mocked by everybody. Yeah, the lawyer was like, uh, you're on a permission to win right now. <laughs> uh, and so he becomes angrier. Oh, good, good. That's what we need. 
And he starts going after and attacking Christian ministers, calling them infidels. Okay. Sure. Again, I'm on board. Yeah, no, it's right. Yeah, the enemy of your enemy. So reporters fucking love it, and they are come, now coming to hear all his sermons. His sermons, Just because he's bonkers. Yeah. Right. Uh, his sermons are described as theologic hatred. Okay. <laughs> Welcome right, to very religious, yeah. So he's dropping, like, diss tracks, and they're like, oh, wow, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the congregation is now very upset because they had a normal preacher. Can we talk about God? <laughs> we will get to God. But these sons of bitches. <laughs> nobody has been persecuted like me. Look at Jesus behind you. All right, besides him. It's close. So some of them came forward and told him to step down. They're like, we don't want you to be our... Uh, I bet that went well. Um, he didn't. Copper, bootjack. Church, those church members were excommunicated. I thought you were going to say executed. 100%. I was like, Jesus. I hear you, and I'll raise you at murder. Sorry? And he banned other members of the church from talking to them. Not talk to them. They're excommunicated. Now, this is all, you know, in the press. So a... Uh, a PM argues that John's Temperance Street preaching at this point was hurting liquor sellers. So he's out on the street preaching about temperance. Right. And this PM's like, that's really fucking up business. I like that that is the issue Australians right. have at all. Yeah. This. It's Australia. And they're like, yeah. hold on. What about the rum? Well, well, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You've done quite a lot. Yeah. Everyone agrees with him. But then... All of a sudden, all these people who, whose sales were being hurt, the business owners, all of a sudden got super quiet, and they wouldn't talk about John. Uh-oh. So it seems suspicious, so the premier orders an investigation into whatever is going on. And it turns out John is using Christian mobs to intimidate business owners. This guy is... I'm fucking starting to like this religion a little bit. I'll be honest. I'm starting to come around. So Christian mobs. He would have a bunch of Christians go down to a How you doing? and chant outside that the owner was going to hell and to come go outside. To hell. Come on outside. Hell's where you burn. And take a ride. Come on. Come on. Fucking hey. And so eventually the guy would come out because no one was going into the Well, well, well. And then they would beat the living shit out of him. Jesus. Seems like a very straightforward plan. <laughs> no one's coming in and go out. Now, part B, beat the shit out of it. <laughs> Cockburn, bootjack. So the cops try to stop it. It's in the news. And um, they, but they couldn't because the police, there was an influential police sergeant who was a follower of John's. So he was working from the inside to help so. John. So he was just... Beat up liquor store owners. <laughs> okay. Quite a little rack he's got going. Very mobby. Very mobby. So businesses and the owners got together and then a bunch of citizens and they formed their own mob and they started fighting the Christians in the street. This is how we should be doing it. <laughs> This is a much better system. 
You know what I mean? We could just lure Joel Osteen out of his place and just beat him mercilessly. Now hold on. So then this is obviously getting out of control, and the pastor who retired is like, okay, I'm gonna unretire now because wow, this is so fucked. I'm gonna do one more season. And he says he's gonna come back, and John's like, well, I'm not gonna resign. So he's like, well, uh, you'll have to fight me for the congregation. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. This guy's a nightmare. Let's go, old man. I have cancer. Oh, do you? Well, fuck you. <laughs> so he has the flock vote, and the flock votes to kick out the ex-pastor 89 to 56. So humbling. He's like, I'm not gonna. So he's you. created like a. I mean, it's a little. It feels a little Trumpy. Yeah. But like he's created like a just a movement of people who are like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Woo. Super aggressive militant. Nice Christians, but non-denominational. Right. The way God intended. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 God was like the specifics. Yeah. So. The ex-pastor won't leave, so the, the sergeant physically picks him up and carries him out. And then they, they cursed him. They, what do you mean, cursed at him? They put, put a curse, curse, on, put a curse on him. And then they exiled him from, forever. But then this ends, this giant fucking crazy meeting, and then John's like, well, fuck this. I'm leaving the church. And they're like, and then, you won. You just, what are you talking about? We put that guy on an island. Fuck this. I'm out of here. Not doing this. And then he leaves and a hundred people go with him. Where are they going? Well, they form a brand new church. Where? There? Well, they're going to find a place for it, but they call it the Free Christian Church. And so now he's going to find a new space. <laughs> but the hundred people walk out with him. I mean, it all happens in a meeting. It, it, I mean, that is um, a wild move at the end of getting rid of the ex-pastor. Yeah. A sheriff carries him away and everyone's like, we won. He's like, I quit. <laughs> What do you mean? You just won. No, not doing it. Done. <laughs> Bloody offensive. Every moment it just happened. Can I believe that? So. We're done. The ex-pastor comes back. Fucking ain't that son of a bitch. <laughs> Cockburn! You know. <laughs> because, and he just goes back to the church because the people that are left in there are the ones who wanted him. Oh, so, so he's just like, he like, after all of that, he's like bloodied. He's like, man, if I... Preach again? Yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be great. But he's only got 50 people left in his church. Okay, so there are 150 and 100 went with John yeah. to go somewhere. Yet and, to be determined. And then they look at the books and the franchise out of city. Shitload of money is missing. Okay. So he was Christian. Okay. <laughs> so, um,. They ask John for records of the accounting, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, no. Like, yeah, I've got a bunch of receipts right here. I'm right bloody here. <laughs> oh, God. Those are your fists. Those are fists. Thanks, bloody Zachley. Come on. Crunch the numbers, bitch. Um, and so the ex-pastor publishes a report of all the missing money in the paper. Uh-huh. This will go over well. Considering that last time John self-published and sued, I'm sure he's going to really enjoy this. 
Well, it's attention, right? So he publishes the records that he has in the paper, John does, and along with it, ads for his new church. So records of where the money went, which was probably total bullshit, yeah, right? Yeah, right. But, he, just, but yeah. it was just, there's more eyes on it. So right, he and then he's just like, if you like this accounting, I've got a new church for you. You're going to bloody love it. It's and way he, better. And he says he's doing faith healing. He's doing faith healing? Yeah. Meaning he's healing the sick with faith. That's sure, correct. as one does. It's a shame he could have healed the pastor, but he just decided to... <laughs> okay. So, so now we know he's real. Because he's faith healing. That's right. Absolutely. So he opens up a church in Fitzroy, which is in Melbourne, which is great. If I lived in Melbourne, it would be Fitzroy. Great. So does everyone feel good about that? Great. Yeah. So that's where they would Great neighborhood. Great. Uh, The Fitzroy City Council then shut down his church for safety violations. Okay. Nobody, wants, nobody wants around because of the whole beating people up thing. That was frowned upon. Yeah. Okay, so the safety reasons are that he is probably going to beat people and then yeah. be like, I see you've broken your face. <laughs> oh, ha, oh, ha, oh, ha, ha. And they're like, hey, you, you put a chair on my head. Well, it doesn't matter what got you here. I've got the cure. Don't worry. But he keeps preaching in, in, in the church even though it's been shut down. Right. Um, he gets arrested twice. The second time, uh, the first time is for preaching in the church. The second time is for illegal having processions in the street. So he's doing the marching thing in the street. It's mostly about temperance, but also cigarettes and other things that... About cigarettes. He's anti-cigarettes. He's anti-cigarettes, gambling, all the usual. Right. Meaning that he's probably doing it. And he also, turns out, had started doing the call out the business guys, beat him up in the street thing again. Oh, he's back to that old tactic? Um, so the city gets the guy who owns the property to that the church. The, his church is built on to evict him, but John still keeps preaching in the church. So then the owner of the property has four men come in in the middle of a sermon and forcibly pick up John and take him outside. And then his followers go out and there's a giant brawl in the street. What, only four? I mean, he's got a lot of followers. You bring four people? I don't know how you think that's going to go over well. I would guess there were more outside waiting. Okay. Yeah. So it's a huge brawl in the streets. Yeah. Okay. So this is good. This is just Christianity. This is great. Yeah. This, I would go to this church. <laughs> this is like wrestling church. <laughs> Way better. The problem with church is it's so fucking boring. And yeah. a little cuckoo, I guess. Yeah. Around the edges. So, John was tried again for not paying the fine for the first arrest, and he declared poverty, said, I don't have any money, and he got a month in jail. Okay. So when he got out, he was even more angry and aggressive. Jesus. So he's like foaming now. Yeah. (laughs) His sermons are becoming more political. Uh Uh-huh. He keeps saying the laws of Fitzroy were not as important as the laws of God. (laughs) Fitzroy's like, sir, we're not... We're just a supper. Yeah, well, you've not listened to God. He's got better laws. Right. Uh, and then he goes to New Zealand for a bit, for a little break. Oh, nice. And when he comes back to Australia, he does not go back to his church. Instead, he goes uh, to Sydney and starts doing faith healing services. Okay, so he's sort of dropped the preaching part. He's doing a lot more faith healing. And now, now he's just a, a God doctor. Yeah, and then in May 1888, he heads for America. And oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is where he's coming to Chicago? 
no. Well, first the ship. Well, it was. Just, I mean, it was just like, gosh, my anger, my fighting, my weird religion. I've got no bloody choice. Got <laughs> the nation of bad shittery. So he ends up in San Francisco because that's where the ship goes, and the San Francisco Chronicle welcomes him as a well-known Christian minister who healed the sick and refused to take money. And we're also brought to you in part by Harry's. Harry's is a, a what do we call it when you? It's a male grooming, male uh, care. Yeah, male care. I, I, I mean, that's very general. It's definitely for, you know, grooming, looking, smelling, seeming put together. Washables. It is a washables. It's they a washable. Great, great shower gel, great razors. I just used a razor right before I left for this last road trip. And then the, their hair stuff, I, am, I genuinely have changed to their brand of, uh, of hair stuff. There you go. Uh, you know, so they got a lot of choices. Uh, it's, you know, and look, there's, there's a ton of razors out there, but, uh, but, uh, we love the Harry's Gareth, especially. Yeah. yeah. He's changed his hair situation. Thank you, Dave. Uh, so yeah, so we got, we got a little Harry's trial set. They sent it over. Um, I've been body washing with the body wash. I got to yes. wash like seven, eight times a day to keep this clean. Yeah. And I, I, let me just say that that is not what and everyone's trying to get that to stop. It's pretty normal. Uh, and, uh, I also got a, a razor set, which I, uh, I, you know, both of us sh- shave infrequently, but I, but I like, I like the nice, it's a weighted, yep. it feels good yes. in your hand. It's like, a I nice thought I was getting weaker. Feel. It is weighted. It is weighted. It's a little oh, bit weighted. Thank God. Um, so it's very nice and the packaging is very nice. So it's a very nice little set that they send out. Yeah. So they got it. Here's the deal with Harry's. They got a starter set. Uh, it's a $13 value, but guess what? It's just $3 at harrys.com slash dollop. Just $3, Gareth, you get a five-blade German-engineered razor. Mm-hmm. And those Germans are not kidding around when it comes to razors. Nope. Uh, they got, it's like we talked about. It's got a weighted handle, uh, about 17 pounds, and also foaming shave gel and a travel cover. I'm kidding. It's yep. not 17 pounds. That would be insane. Um, and then, you know, you can do blade replacement uh, delivery whenever you yep. need them. So that's great. Yeah, it is one of those great razors. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we, and then as we said, they got self care products. They got shaving creams. Uh, they got aftershave. They got body washes, hydrating lotions, all all kinds of stuff. So look, you got no reason to not try Harry's. You got no reason to not jump on board. They got the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, the whole industry. It's big. So look, save the hassle, set up your delivery, and get the best quality shave with Harry's. Get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash dollop. That's harrys.com slash dollop for a $3 starter set. Hey there, people listening to the dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, 
this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. So John said, he tells the Chronicle, he's healed over 7,000 people in Australia, and the SF papers just write it up. They take his word for it. Yeah. That's what he says. Right. The Chronicle reports specific cases, like the healing of a 20-year-old invalid and restoring a boy's sight. At lectures, he would stand up and ask if anybody didn't believe him. Oh, my God. And one time, a guy raises his hand, and then Beat the shit out of him. (laughs) What? You asked? Kill that man. All right, now, we've learned a valuable lesson. This is a room for people who believe. And then John just starts mocking the guy. I don't know. I don't bloody believe. I've got a weird moustache. I raise my hand. I'm the only bloody one. Yeah, probably exactly that. You're special. You make us all fucking disgusted. And John won't let him speak. He's just. Keeps... Hey, you shut the fuck up when I'm asking you a question. <laughs> they want you to talk. And finally, the crowd starts yelling, "Just let him speak." No, hold on. And John looks at the guy and goes, "Sit down." <laughs> and the guy sits down and won't talk. So the crowd's like, "I think maybe we're in the wrong place." <laughs> I think the question was rhetorical. Yeah. He's really interesting. <laughs> I like it. God is so mad. The Oakland Tribune called it, quote, successful evangelical work. Sure is. So they're, my thing. they're just giving him the sweet treatment. Journalistic blowjobs. Yeah, journalistic blowjobs. Uh, so local ministers are not happy about this, and they started attacking What's their deal? <laughs> they started attacking his, what they consider bullshit healing powers. But his audiences keep growing. Like, the more he's in the news... Right. The more people come out yeah. to see him. Yeah, good press. Uh, but then reporters at the Tribune noticed no one was actually being healed. No, oh, is that not is that strange with faith healing? <laughs> <laughs> and that the ones he couldn't heal when he tried in front of people, he would just say, "Well, you you lack faith." And That's he would a great say, reason. He would say they were yeah. quote not worthy. <laughs> that is really horrible to be like. You there in the wheelchair, come on up, we're going to get you to walk again. Now walk, get up, come on, walk. You fucked over God. You've not believed properly, have you? Sinner, get out of here. Throw him down. <laughs> down the stairs with that one. There we are. Next, hello. And what have you got there, lassie? Oh, your army can't work. Well, let's have a look then. Lift your arm. 
Trey, give it a shot. Booga booga, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Get the fuck out of here, you don't believe either. Go, get out of here. <laughs> swear to God. So one person he did this to in front of everybody was a young boy with a spine condition. I have a, sp- I have a spine issue, mister. Well, we're gonna fix your spine. And if we don't, it's your fault. You understand? I believe in God, Well, we'll find out if you do. I do. Well, we'll find out if you really do. Please. Now, of course, look, I want you to believe. I believe you. I believe in God. Well, if you believe in God, then I want you to stand upright and no longer have a curved spine. Okay. Come on. Oh. oh. Feel the healing right in your back. Do you feel it straightening? Is your posture better? Stand up straight now, boy. Stand up straight now. Try harder. You've got this. This is nothing to do with me at this point. I've done everything I can. My part is officially over. No, come on. Come on. Get up straight. Stand up perfectly straight. Come on. You're not done it. You're not doing it. I... No. You've betrayed God. Why? You've lied to God. God hates Timothy. Now, I don't know what you've done exactly, but you've done something wrong to God. And he does not like you. I'm five. Well, I don't know what you've done in your five years, but it's atrocious. Uh, Look, I'm sorry. Why don't you do this? Come back when you're not a shitty Christian. Come on, then. Make way for those who believe, boy. How do I make way? Well, I'm going to... Look, it's either you make way What a little shit! Oh. I hated that child. It's like Ricky Gervais is a preacher. Except funny. Shots fired. <laughs> It's all right, he'll tweet something at me and then read it on a special. Uh, um, so he starts, John starts attacking the press for pointing out that he's not really doing Good at that, right. faith healing. Um, so during a sermon, he starts attacking the press, and during a sermon, John yelled, quote, The reporters of Oakland are dirty, dastardly, foul-minded liars, and when they die, they'll gnash their teeth in hell. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he really, like, it is, it is Trumpy in the way that it's just like, he's just fucking <laughs> nailing them, pardon the uh, yeah. turn of phrase. Um, his cult just grows. Or of course. His followers. They're just like, the um, press is evil. Yeah. Thank you, John. I didn't like what you did with that little boy, but everything else I've been real into. <laughs> uh, I like to say I enjoyed the boy part. <laughs> you, back there, what's your deal? I like, I like, I like spineless boys, 
You, you liked what I did, or you I like to side yell? Of... I like to yell at Spider's boys. This is what we call a model parishioner. <laughs> you're great, you're fantastic. This is, if you raise your hand, you got something like this. I completely support this. You get it. I get it. You're great. I love you. You're fucking great, mate. You know you I know. hate fucking reporters. <laughs> Absolute cunts. Check this man for a wire. <laughs> it's a little too good. <laughs> so cult grows. Um, a lot of uh, people. Sorry, are... sorry. Cult? Uh, Congregation. Congregation grows. Well, yeah, I mean, I, well, to be fair, let's just keep your little personal beef okay, out of it. That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. a congregation. I, it grows. I took a step I shouldn't have. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, I'll decide if it's a cult. Uh, more people are saying they're healed. Uh, so now John was uh, attacking doctors. These fools. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, at that time, doctors were like, these, this... Faith healing is absolute bullshit. Yeah. You just need to rub mushrooms on the body of the sick. <laughs> that will heal everything. Um, and now his past in Australia comes up. Someone writes a letter to the LA Times and wrote some stuff that he did and said, if John doesn't stop, more revealing worse letters are going to follow. Oh, okay. Nice. And then a rich guy from St. Louis comes to hear a lecture Sure. Or a sermon. And after, he went completely insane and was put in an asylum. That's pretty good for one sermon. <laughs> All the way from St. Louis? I will say I'm very excited to hear this man finally speak. And he just walks out and says, Woo! You can eat clouds. Oh, my God. Well, come on, everybody. Let's eat the dirt. Eat the soil with me. Put some pants in your butt. Shake it around like a tail. Come on, gang. God has our way. Mmm, we'll eat your hair like spaghetti. And now, it's being reported more and more people are going to his sermons and then going, going insane. Wow. Um, By the way, I mean, if I'm, okay. If I'm not, go if I'm like, man, this guy fucking sucks. Like, fuck this weird Scottish dude. And then they're like, you know, most people can't make it through a sermon without going insane. I'd be like, I think I want to go for a little bit. Yeah. Just being there like, uh -huh, uh -huh. oh, for sure. People are, that's, that's a draw. Right yeah, there. right. Yeah, totally. I'm sure what's happening is people with mental health issues are going. And then, uh, I, I don't think and they, they gravitate they towards healed and It fucks them up more or whatever. Or it's just all a lie. Anyway. Um, I love how many were touched, but he's got a lot of stuff in his hands. What? That's what a driver does. You son of a bitch. I put a pill in that, you idiot. I haven't had a light beer in ages. Is that a beer? Um, it's uh, Milwaukee's best, asshole. That's not, that's not good. Delicious. It's the Gatorade of beers. <laughs> Watch that mouth. So, people are also dying because of the medical advice he's giving. Intra so, for some reason, he's not leading people in the right direction yeah. in the medical advice. Do you and think it's because he has no idea what he's talking about? Me? 
So doctors are now begging people to ignore him, and that's why he starts attacking doctors. Right. And the Chronicle prints a story about five kids who died after their parents took them to John and he gave them advice. Right. Um, reporters began following every person that he came in contact with they could find. <laughs> they're, doing tr- they're doing track and trace with him. Yeah. Okay. Um, he started calling women. He's a little Dr. Ozzy in that way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He started- Just give them chia seeds. <laughs> he started calling women who disagreed with his beliefs Jezebels. Wow. Still goes on to this day. What? It's, that still happens a lot. Right, okay, right. Uh, one filed a $50,000 libel suit against him. Okay. All their Jezebel. And soon after that, John left California and headed to Chicago. Your second choice is like, where can I cool people bullshit? Chicago. Nobody cares there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sir. But he gets to Chicago, and the papers won't pay attention to him. Oh, this... Now, this... This is how you do it. So, he's pretty... It's like a Greek myth. Yeah, he's, he's a not, fable. Yeah, he can't get any traction, so he started attacking people harder. He went after the Roman Catholic Church, Mormons, Unitarianism, Buddhism, Spiritualists. He talked shit about General Sherman... I want to see Buddha in the streets for a shirts off and a hand combat fight. Come on, Buddha. Let's go, bitch. Woo! Anyone listening? I am Jesus Christ. Hello. Hello. Uh, he said German Sherman, General Sherman was now in hell and the Tribune just ignored him. So they must have known. They must have talked to other newspaper guys who were just like, just fuck Don't report on anything yeah. he says. That's Ghost. What he needs. Right. So he goes to Pittsburgh. Wow. So he. <laughs> you had a hell of a run. You had a hell of a run. And I like it. <laughs> He starts having some success in Pittsburgh, but then it wears off pretty fast. Everyone's like, nah, you just keep yelling about doctors. And, like, they, they liked it, and then they immediately like, is that all you got? Right. Um, and so they catch on to his game, so he is like, fuck this, I'm going back to Chicago. Nice. I'm ready. I've been training for this. I've been training in Philly. Let's go. He's like got a crown of thorns on, dressed like Jesus. Yeah. Running up yeah. and down the stairs like Rocky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he said to the people of Pittsburgh, he said the reason he's leaving is because they've fallen from grace and he would no longer cure them. The whole fucking city. That, whole city. But, but wouldn't, I, that seems like a terrible argument for someone who's like, I'm a savior, to be like, you're all lost. And I'm like, okay, then save us. No, not what I do. No, that's exactly what you do. Well, the reason he was going back to Chicago is because it was 1893, the World's Fair. Oh, no. (sighs) Stretching. And he rented... Close uh, up on gloves. He rented a property. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it was close by the uh, fair, so he was able to pull in big crowds. So, uh... 
Yeah. He's pulling in big crowds, and then Sadie Cody, who is the niece of Buffalo Bill Cody. Okay, right. Who has a show at the fair. Sure. She goes to see John about a tumor in her back, and he put his hands on her, and later she said she, quote, felt a new life inside her. The tumor was gone. You, well, that's a weird way of putting it, by the way. <laughs> I feel a new life inside Will this get rid of it? I don't know, but it's going to get rid of something. I love you. How's your back? It still hurts. Mine's lighter. Feel anything inside you? Okay, so she thinks he's healed the back tumor. Just by touching it, just by being. Well, the tumor was gone. It was gone. It's probably, How do they know though? It's probably a cyst. Like, okay, so it was oh, like a bump was on her, like right, and yeah. then right, probably, a spider bite. He probably, yeah. Yeah, he popped a pimple, and she was like, "How did you do it?" A, yeah. Well, tumor gone. Wow. Um, so, but then once this happened, word of his power spread quick. Yeah, this guy's got tumor hands. In eight, April 1884, the Inter-Ocean Paper wrote a satire. The Inter-Ocean Paper? We brought, you know, we brought that paper up. I'm still going to have fun with it again, Dave. <laughs> Poseidon back. Aquarius rocking. The Inter-Ocean Paper wrote a satire about John's healing power, but a lot of people thought it was real. Oh, uh, that's like when people will tweet, like, like, there's a couple times when politicians have been like, can you believe what this man's doing? And you're like, Grandpa, that's called the onion. <laughs> okay, they make fake stuff. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, right. Um, so many people at the fair were now claiming that John had healed them. And now he's drawing huge crowds. Okay. Papers in other cities wrote about him as a doctor and faith healer. His new space was called Zion Temple. Oh, God. And he was making a shitload of money. Oh, there we go. And then. But it's so weird. Money. Yeah. It's just not about that, though, is it? No, it's about Christ. That's right. And sandwiches. I apologize if there's too much Jesus talk for that guy. Mm hmm. so he now asks for money from his followers to build a permanent church in Chicago. <laughs> and reporters start to get worried and started reporting stories of death that was caused by his advice. Uh-oh. Um, as had been done in uh, San Francisco, all the people he killed there. Um, the Tribune reported about an eight-year-old boy who had a tumor and who was put in John's care and died. And so the trip really starts going after John and his money schemes. One man shows up at a meeting, a sermon, and demands his money back that he had paid either for himself or a family member who died. Right. And everyone just beat the shit out of him. It's a very weird angle to the church that any, like, dissension just ends up with getting your ass kicked. Uh, and this started a huge stampede, and women were trampled, and kids. So many people to heal. <laughs> My hand. Oh, don't worry, I got you there. Who else has got there? I got you there. And as this is all happening, John's John from up on the lectern goes, Do not forget that you will have to answer for this before the great white throne of the eternal God. So he's like yelling at the guy who's getting his ass kicked. 
Like He's yelling at that guy, not the people who are like, tramp, wow. So yeah, okay. So there's a lot of ego involved. <laughs> More reports in papers uh, are saying people died in his care. His flock is losing their faith. Oh no. And papers across the country now start to turn and become critical. There's stories about bilking the sick for money and lawsuits are being filed. And on January 5th, 1895, John is arrested and charged with larceny. Because a sick man had come to him and charged him, John charged him $500. And when the guy got really close to dying, John started getting ready to kick him out to avoid any negative attention. Wow. I, the, I mean, it's so... How does it always get to the point where money is so crucially involved in, you know what I mean? It's like, if he had this power, then okay, just heal people. Like, you got, you have a God-given gift to heal people. But then you're also like, but I'm also a capitalist. So, low-key, 500. Jesus is a capitalist. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. Um, so when he's getting ready to kick this guy out who's about to die, someone on the inside, a worker or something, somehow prevented John from getting rid of the patient and, and then notifies the state board. That he's getting ready to throw out well, what was going person. on. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, and this hits the press nationwide. So now, people are going to the, um, he's built the Zion Tabernacle now. <laughs> and they just want to see him in action. People are just going because it's an oddity. <laughs> okay. They're like, yeah. This Let's get like, high and go to that Zion place. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> this guy's out of his fucking mind. I could heal anybody, but not anybody. If you feel like you're dying, go. But if you got like a finger thing, I can work on that. <laughs> Back tumors, I'm great at those. Um, city officials now inspect his compounds and properties. Sure. It's basically a hospital, but not up to standards. Hmm. John tells them that it's not a hospital, that they're boarding houses or hotels. <laughs> These are hotels with gurney beds. But the officials were like, yeah, but on the front, it says Healing House 1 mm -hmm. and Healing House 2. Right. But what about that? You find it misleading. It as says far as Divine it? Healing House yeah. number 3. Right. Well, that was there before I moved in. That was the name of this place before I moved in. So that's the name of the place before I moved in. So I'm not sure what you're angry at me about. These are hotels. This is a series of hotels. Why didn't you one. rename it to... Um, Ho Divine Hotel or board. Well, I, I have. That's what I call it. The name on the building's the same. But you're right, I'll change it, okay? Great. There we go. Why, that that. why, are, why is everyone in the hospital bed inside? Because it's a theme. <laughs> it's one of those kitschy hotels where it's got a theme to it. You know, a lot, a lot of hotels have that. You know, I'm not the only one to do that. Those hotels have that. They don't have nurses walking around. Those aren't nurses. That's the concierge, the room service, and the maids. Yeah, but we, of course, people, of course, they wear it. They look like they're, but they're maids. You know, they've just got that little cross on them. But that's, that's pious, mate. That's nothing, you know, I've not done anything, you know. I, just, I don't like the way you're looking at me, to be honest. Well, it's not my fault. That's just what they're called. If we, I'll, I'll change the dress code. What do you want to put the wear, then? Maid outfit. Okay, great. Now, I'm glad we did 
this. This has been quite a revelation for me. Gosh, you're really good at this. I've had a great time. You're a great guy. Why is that guy going in a bedpan right now? Because we're not, that's the toilet. That's the toilet. Each room has a toilet. Uh, is there a more convenient way to go to the toilet than when you're in your bed? What do you expect him to do? Get up and walk around? Look at him, he's getting the height of luxury. Just, what you know, read a book. Don't fold the page. You don't have to wait for anything. Just go, baby. That's luxury. And then you have one of the maids, who might look a bit nursey, take out the toilet. That's all it is, man. And a lot of these people, if they want to eat, we just put a little bag of food next to the bed and a straw that goes into their arm. It's liquid. It's a, it's a liquid meal. It's great. You don't need to leave the bed. It's a height of luxury, man. You know what? You come stay with us for a little while. I think that would be nice. No, thank you. Well, it'd be great. I really like it. You feel us vibing? No. You've got a strong vibe thing going. Gosh, I've had a lot of fun today. We should do this again. No. Gosh, it's so great to meet you and hang out. You're awesome. You're a great guy. John was charged with maintaining a public nuisance in the shape of a hospital. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Fine, it was a hospital. It's a godspital. But there's no law against being... Of course, there's no law against just having a hospital. No, there's no law against being a quack. Like, you can just treat people and say it's you're the best. It's there's the no best. law. Right, right, yeah. So, so they're like, he has opened a hospital, and he has no clue what he's doing. What can we do? Nothing. That's allowed. <laughs> he's allowed to do that. Uh, the laws are really not good right now. So the city then passed the Dowie agitation to stop his exact kind of quackery. So they passed a, a specific law directed at him. Okay. During his trial, he denies everything. He, he's like, I don't treat people. He said his healing homes were actually vacation spots. That's all it is. It's the high luxury. <laughs> he said people were crying because he couldn't entertain them. I'm like Patch Adams, God of God. <laughs> and he said he never treated them. A mass exodus of father, followers followed. Okay. Um, and then he was found guilty on February 2nd, 1895. And then he lost a civil suit of what would be about 100,000 today. Okay. So just hammered, hammered, hammered. Right. And he lost everyone because he lied. So he would have been better to just be like, yes, I did this. And then be fine. And well, here's that. the interesting thing. <laughs> Four months later, uh -oh. people just forgot, and all of a sudden, is there? It's packed again. The sermons are packed. Everyone just like fucking just was like, meh. Like you know. I mean, like I kinda, yeah, it's like taking back a shitty like partner. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you I pretend. mean, it was not good, but it was He's better than nothing. I, I mean, remember when he, we got to beat the shit out of that guy and yes. train all those women? That yes. was kind of fun. Oh my god, you remember when that, that boy without the spine was Oh, I mean, god, I think about that all the time. I love that. I love that. It was a shame he passed that afternoon, but I love that. <laughs> he wasn't so bad. No. There were good times. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> we're bad! <laughs> Kill them! 
So now he bought 550 acres. Oh, here we fucking go. Outside of Chicago to build his own town. (laughs) This is always the best. (laughs) Of course, like. Yeah, it's like three buildings. You're like, this is a problem. He has his own city. Oh, fuck me. That's not good. He, oh my God. Well, now he can be outside of the regulation of Chicago. Right. No one coming around saying this isn't a hospital. Right, yeah. He's coming coming with his own little local laws. His first rule was it would, quote, have no doctors. (laughs) Those motherfuckers. No drugstores and not an inhabitant who uses tobacco or liquor. It would be healing homes. I like that that's your issue, sir. No, no booze. No doctors, no medicine, no booze. I wouldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, it would just be healing homes around the temple and it would be called Zion. So he's going to build his own city. Vision of Utopia. Sure, yeah. And his vision of Utopia is one where he cannot be prosecuted. <laughs> he changed the name of his church again from now, right now it's called the International Divine Healing Association. And he changed it to the Christian Catholic Church in Zion. <laughs> <laughs> So they haven't built it yet. So right now, Zion's headquarters are on Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Worshippers live in the building. Um, they got to pay rent. Close by are the new Zion Tabernacle, Zion Junior School, Zion College, Zion Junior School, Zion Printing, and Zion Hall of the Seventies. Zion what? Zion Hall of the Seventies. That's right, kicking out all the hits. Zion Hall of the Seventies. Your favorite hits from 70, 71, 72, 73. We're going to get it started right now with a little Donna Summer. All of the 70s rock. Keep it coming at you. Zion. Z-I-O-N. Zion. Come on, later we'll give you concert tickets. We're all going to be able to go see John at some point. Donna Summer. <laughs> His popularity is just growing, not only now in Chicago, but worldwide. Of course. Shitbags rise to the top. And then he proclaimed himself... Uh-oh, here we fucking go. Here we go. Elijah the Restorer. <laughs> so he said he was sent by God to get uh-huh. the world ready for the return of Christ. Right. So he's the guy on the ground getting... Right. He's the pre... He's the party prepper. He's pre-Jesus. Right. He's pre- yeah, he's pre-Jesus. Pre-Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so people He's filming are, the runway for Christ. People are super into it. Um, of course, everyone's an idiot. John's also not a fan of, of He's the not a fan. He's not a fan of the Constitution. He doesn't okay. like the Constitution. Right. Okay. Right. Although, yeah. I don't, at this point, I got a lot of problems. I know it's a little difficult that one. Like, that eh, there's good parts. We could, but... we could take a pen mark. Uh, so. Zion's built, and he owns everything Here we go. Utopia. There's a bunch of businesses. He owns the bank. He owns all the homes. To live in a home, you got a lease from him. Um, I, I love... I, it's, it's, oh, go ahead. Citizens leased their homes for a term of 1,100 years. <laughs> I'm just worried about the security deposit. <laughs> 
Are we going to be able to get I mean, after we live in this thing for 1,100 years, there's a lot of stuff we're going to have to re- redo. I have a question yes. about the deck. Uh-huh. What about it? Well. Well what? Is it going to last 1,100 years? The deck? Yeah. Well, if it doesn't, we will come repair it because I'm going to repair it. Yeah. Because you're the landlord. landlord. Yeah, I'm the lord. I'm just the lord lord, really. Yeah. I mean, I'm the every, I'm the almost lord. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll come over, I'll fix it. I do most of the repairs Uh with uh, my hands. They do most of the healing. I'll be able to refinish the deck. Okay. Anything like that. So any issues you have, I come over and I'll, you know, see the deck and be like, whoa. God, yeah. And then you'll have a... Yeah. Oh, I didn't try to do it. Do you want me oh, to do it now? No, it just looks the same. I thought it might be. Oh, I didn't. You want me to do it? Why don't you go in the house, uh-huh. and then I'll be out here, and I'll do it. And turn your back, and then don't come out again. Never come back out here. Do you understand? And if I do see you come back out here, I'll have everyone beat you up. But you'll have an unbelievable deck. Okay. You'll just have to have faith that it's repaired. Okay. you understand? See how that works? Yeah. yeah. So go in your house now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see you looking. I just very curious. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be. Curiosity killed the Christ. <laughs> just close your eyes. <laughs> it's Padababa! It won't if you look at it, it won't work. That's what's so difficult about your position. You'll have the perfect deck as long as you never check. Can we just get a lawn instead? Hmm? Can we get a lawn instead? <laughs> you had to push it. <laughs> get out. What? I'm kicking you out of your 1100 year lease. But you still owe me rent until the end of that. And no security deposit back. No. So it's basically a religious company town that he's created. It's got all these different factories. It's got a lace factory. It's got a lace factory. (laughs) Now followers from all over the world are coming to Zion. Um, Residents have to follow John's strict interpretation of the strictures. Of the scriptures, yeah. Scripture, what did I say? Would, well, you said strict interpretations of the strictures. Oh. But you basically, yeah, you meant, you know, they've got strictures. Yes. Thank you. Uh, there are billboards. Billboards. And you have to spit in their drinking water, yo stink pots. Stink pots needs to come back. Yeah, right now. Yeah, stink pots is good. You stink pot. Had enough of you stink pots. So billboards everywhere that say no swearing, smoking. Uh, that makes more sense with stink pots. Yeah. yeah. Um, other things that were banned, saloons, pork, gambling, drugstores, fraternal lodges, and medical practices. 
I really slipped that last one in, right? You know, drinking, no pork. If you die of natural causes, that's what happens. There'll be no swearing. There'll be no smoking. There's no doctors. There'll be no medical help. Um, all, so residents have to give 10% of their uh, income to John. Well, what are the, okay, so they're working in his little Zion town? It's a, it's a tip. It's, a, it's like, this is what you give to the church, right? It's the tithe, sorry. Uh, I didn't get a Don't church, forget so. to tithe the weight stuff. Tithe. Um, so it's like, so they're, they're like, oh yeah, that's what you do. You give 10. So it makes what, sense to them. Tithe. Are they working in Zion? Most of them work in Zion. Like in the lace factory or in the tabernacle yeah, or whatever. Don't the get paid that much. Right, weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've got an 1100 year lease. Yeah. You know, you're pretty much locked in. I'm sure it doesn't raise rent. All their money has to be deposited in Zion Bank, which okay. is owned by John. Oh, that seems fine. It's not sure. actually a registered entity. It's uh, unincorporated and controlled sure. by John. Sounds better than the banks we have today, John. <laughs> He sold stock in a bunch of businesses. I love that he believes in stock. But they're worth nothing. It's not actual stock. <laughs> so it's just like if a kid's like, you own stock. You're like, all oh, right. So the whole, the whole town, the whole thing is just built on debt that he can't pay off. Right. It's, it's just a Ponzi scheme. He's just taking people's money. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a little rude, honestly. <laughs> Talking about the guy who's getting ready for God to come back. This is Jesus' best friend, basically. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying to you. Front man. Yeah. He's been a little rude. Pre-Jesus. Yeah, he's pre-Jesus. We did this. Didn't we do this? So he is now, as you saw before, uh, bald with a long white beard. He named himself the general overseer over Zion. Elijah the Restorer. And then he said he was the general overseer of all Christendom. Of all Christian what? Christendom. Christianity. Of all Christendom. All the Christians. Okay. Quote, the time has come. I tell the church universal everywhere. You have to do what I tell you because I am the messenger of God's covenant. It's just amazing how quickly... It, it gets, you know what I mean? Like, if you heard that, you'd be like, he's kind of sounding a little egotistical. Isn't <laughs> he's really kind of showboating about it. I know everything. But if no one says no to a guy, I know, yeah, this is what happens. Yeah. This, is, this is what happens when you're raising a kid with no yeah, if, if you call yourself Elijah the Restorer, and no one's like, buddy. Yeah. That's a little crazy. And then you're like, boy, these people won't say no to me. So in 1902, Zion's population. I've invented glory holes. <laughs> the ultimate biblical sanctuary. In 1902, Zion's population is 10,000. Jesus Christ. Many, many said they've been healed. Uh huh, of my money. He, I had this problem with money and he healed me of it. He said he had about 150,000 followers worldwide on Twitter. Also, those ten. <laughs> those Twitter, I've got certified. Those ten thousand people that um, are in the town, he controls politically, and he tells them how to vote. So now politicians uh, are coming to him for favors. Oh, he's like Jerry Falwell. Yeah. He's now worth over ten million dollars. Oh my God! I, 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 that, I, it's just again. I mean, that is Joel Osteen, where he's like, "Trust me, I talk to God. We need. I need a jet." He said, I can't fly coach. 
He was so specific. Um, he lives in total luxury. John, quote, Jesus came to make his people rich. I'm a Christolist. Christ and capitalism, okay? So he's just living like Prince Akeem, basically. Yeah, it's crazy. So he sends uh, missionaries to Africa and then unveiled a plan to restore New York City. And to sell New York knee-deep in Zion. Uh-oh. He would bring his, quote, full gospel message of salvation, healing, and holy living to the Gothamites. The Gothamites? <laughs> Not if I have anything to do with it. I mean, this is setting up for a Batman tête-à-tête. This would be a really good Batman. Who is Elijah the Restorer? Hello, Batman! <laughs> What's your deal? Don't worry about my deal. <laughs> I can heal whatever you've got wrong with you, batty. I can make you not a bat. Yeah. I'm not really a bat, you idiot. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... By the way, he's got... A good thing going as far as his wackadoodle plan. He's got a good, like, yeah. he's got a city. He's oh, got, no, like, 100%. so it's just like, quit, quit it's, now. It's quit ego. now. It's yeah, I know. Ego. And that's the problem. But that's the problem. But you, if you just ride this out, yeah. you don't need, to, what more do you need? 100%. He could have st- stayed right here and it just kept Zion and been. Yeah. Yep. It's like you don't need to do a stand up special, Ricky Gervais. We're good. Yes. Yes. We've done so much. Or if you do want to write some jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Just talk about how everything isn't good for the special, but you'll keep it in. (laughs) It's not a special. (laughs) It's not special. So... But he want, everyone wants to take down Batman. Okay, so he's going to Gotham. New York is considered like the vice capital of the U.S. There's a lot of sex work, there's gambling, there's drinking. Teddy Roosevelt, yeah, I know. Why fuck that up? Teddy, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt had tried to deal with Vice's police commissioner and failed. And now John Alexander Dowie is going to handle it. Right, he's got it. 3,000 of his followers sign up to, to go. go with him. They plan all summer. They're studying New York maps and travel guides. They're learning languages to talk to immigrants. Oh, this is a, what a montage. Just the guy looking at the metro. That's I think we right. take I think we take the three. That's right. They call that uptown. <laughs> Got it. Uptown. Uptown. <laughs> now that's an express. That's an express. This will be the BQE. This is how you speak Italian. Don't you bloody say it. Don't you say it. Um, They make guidebooks with tips, quote, do not make a confidant of a stranger, no matter how agreeable he or she may be. If in need of information on the street, ask a police officer. Wow, what a fucking loser. The idea of, like, training to go to, like, just, like, right, okay, role play. Uh, you're a common New Yorker. Okay. I'll be me, okay? Okay. Gosh, how about those Yankees the other night? That was a banger. 
How about you go fuck your mom? And yeah, I'm a cop. Why was he so bloody mean? <laughs> hey, stranger, you New Yorker. Go fuck your mom. That'd be great. What'd you say? Fuck, fuck. You're, go have, go have a, an intercourse. No, I didn't mean it. I thought I just tried to be a New Yorker. Jeff? Yeah, no, Jesus, uh, God sent me here. Jesus from the Bronx, that guy? No, I'm, hey, which train goes uptown? Well, which side are you going, uh, west side or east side? Um. You take the one, I guess. Oh, great, hey, well, do you hear about that cool new church? They got this guy, he's, oh, shit, he's like God's best man. You're gonna bleed for a while because I got you in the tummy. Yeah, no, it's really bloody gushing in there. Hey, man, so cool here. Did you see the Yanks the other night? I mean, they say don't come to the avenues, you know? Yeah, I know. Hey, how are those Yankees, though, man? Fuck. Oh, wait, I know what I'll do. Oh, So John asked for more donations to save New York. Inflation. And of course they poured in. In the buildup, he creates a siege mentality with his followers. He says what a people are coming religion. after him because of what they're going to do to New York. Right. At a meeting, he said three of his leaders had been attacked and beaten by 20 men. Okay, so he invented that. And he said the attacker was, quote, dressed like a priest, the main attacker. It was Batman. <laughs> okay. Turns out no attack happened. He's making it all up. Right. But the faithful think they're under attack. By, and why does he frame it like a priest? Because he's trying to be like, they need our religion there. Uh, you know, I, I think he, he's just against all organized religion. And he's so he's like, just riffing. They don't want us to come. It's, they want to kind of do their bullshit there. Right. Keep us out. Okay. Um... On October 17, 1903, his Restoration Army piles into eight trains and heads for New York City. Oh, my God. John was in a luxurious Pullman car while his followers are all on coach. I love that he's like, this guy got it. This was a good guy, this guy. The whole country is following this. Everyone's following the invading Restoration Army. He rents Madison Square Garden. Jesus Christ. And he holds three meetings on the first day. About 20,000 people came. Wow. But crazy. most came just to see the weirdo. Right. And tons walk before it's over. So John- A miracle! That man couldn't walk before he came in. None of these could. Wow, look at that! Madison Square Garden, be free! 
He tries to have the doors locked to keep the people from leaving. That's nice. He's furious and rails against the people walking out, quote, I will get your hearts, and then I'll get your pocketbooks. There is nothing so joyful as spending money for the Lord. Wow. So even if you're like on board, you're like, the new stuff's not great. <laughs> not loving the new stuff. So he had, he, had the, he had Madison Square Garden booked for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And he's giving sermons every day. Fewer and fewer people are coming to everyone. Uh, three the, weeks is like so ambitious. The, the sermons are long and incoherent. They're just... Also, he's dressing kind of crazy at this point. So a lot of people are jeering him at Madison Square Garden. They catcall during his sermons. They're hissing. Carrie Nation Yeah, catcalls. Now, like, if this was a video game and you could put people to fight, you've selected Carrie A Nation versus John Boyardee. And she demanded from the floor that he answer questions, oh, which I he love that she's refused a hero. to do. So she and so they argued. So she is a hero. Kind of? Uh, a little bit. She's better than him. Right, that's what I mean. It's like... But they both hate booze. Yeah, listen. I, well, I don't know. What a bunch of jagoffs. <laughs> I like that they agree on that. Um, she was then picked up and physically removed by guards. Wow. I mean, guards? She guards. was little. Zion guards. He has guards. Okay, yeah, right. Um, his followers blanket in New York City. They of knocked course. on thousands of doors, they went to saloons, they went to gambling halls, they went to brothels. The plan is to reach four million Going dollars. to brothels is amazing. Hi, are you fucking so... Yeah, uh, can you come back in a second, sir? I'm really right in the midst of something. Jesus Christ, I'm working, what are you doing? What do you have to say? Oh yeah, this is great. What? Hey, um, so I wanted to tell you about John Dowell. Oh, your hair smells he unbelievable is, right now. Uh, this is so fucking good. Also known as Elijah. This guy's, somehow this guy's turning me on a little bit more. Listen, I want you to get yours, but I also cannot promise anything right now. This is so fucking hot right now. He is preparing the land for God. You are so fucking hot. Um, he does not believe in smoking or gambling oh, yeah. or drinking oh, or baby, pork. Oh, oh, speaking of pork. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Huh? Yes. What? Yes, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus so Christ. For Jesus Christ. I fi- yeah, I finished. <laughs> Hand me that rag. I'm a man of the cloth, really. Um, They did street corner, they're handing out pamphlets, they're doing all this shit. Yeah. So he's also doing healing services at the garden in between sermons, (laughs) and all the candidates for healing are screened. And the ones who pass the screening were told to hand over all their wealth to the church if the healing worked. 
So you're screened to see if he can heal you, meaning you probably aren't that sick. And in so. order to have that done, if you need to give works. him everything. If it works. You've got to give him everything. Right. So he tells him that I'm four, so then the sick are all furious. Right, okay. And one reporter said no one is being healed, quote, they are simply accused of being short on faith. And Dowie lets it go at that. So the city papers are started attacking John. Um, so the examiner called him, quote, a coarse-grained, low-minded, shame-bereft, money-greedy adventurer, and his followers weak-framed, dull-witted creatures who crave a master as a dog does. <laughs> there we go. So John has been attacked, but he's not used to the New York-style press right, attack. Right. So he lashes back, in his sermons, he starts calling the press dogs, flies, rats, maggots, lice, and pigs. One meeting gets so out of control with people calling John a blasphemer, an imposter, that cops stop it because they're worried a riot is going to break out. And he's like, those are great. And New Yorkers don't let it go. The next day, 30,000 people rush the door twice. And John screamed for the guards to lock the doors, but people are trampled in the madness. So there's already people in there. No, there's no. The the next day, people are. He realizes that an ugly crowd is coming. Like people to are his show. Marching. Like you know, like right. Okay. We're gonna go in there, and he has the doors locked, and it turns into a whole fucking thing. <laughs> if it's okay, I'll just do an empty one today. <laughs> he preached for only 15 minutes that day. Jesus. Um, now, after this happened, a lot of Zion leaders are like, so the, the helping New York City thing is not really going that well. No, it's going pretty well, I think. Like, you know, there's been a couple snags, but like overall, pretty great. Probably the main issue is I should have done a month instead of three weeks. So really find the hour. A bunch of the leaders decide to leave. Okay. And go yeah. back, and go so back to Zion. Like, he had a great situation, but now people are going, like, you're kind of a dickhead. Yeah, this didn't go well. This right. was a bad idea. You're a dick. Yeah. The next day... And he's in his weird outfit, like, what about this is out of touch? <laughs> Good Lord. The, ne- the next day, Madison Square Garden is pretty empty uh-huh. for his sermons. <laughs> um and then after that, his restoration army starts to head back to Zion on a train. So everyone's just fucking bailed on. Right. It's a total failure. The church spent 240000 Bob Marley has a song called Zion Train. It might be about this. <laughs> <laughs> the church spent 240000 on this New York venture, which would be about $8 million today. <laughs> What an idiot. So the church is close to bankrupt. Oh, really? Yeah, it's close wow. to bankrupt. Uh, maybe worse because not just losing the money, but it's been a massive failure for conversions. They only picked up 79 new followers. How the f- I mean, that's a lot, honestly, considering what has just happened. Yeah. Who are those 79 who are like, I really like what I heard, to be honest. That was- I loved it. I mean, I thought you were great. I love the outfit, the whole letter. I love the outfit. I love the outfit. The outfit's great. Can't believe more people didn't sign up. You were so compelling. I was there the day you did 15 minutes and you didn't let anyone in. What a show. Very strange. He's, he's completely mocked. 
across the country. The, everyone, he's just a giant joke. So suddenly, <laughs> he's still got his weird little outfit on. Yeah. So Take me seriously. <laughs> suddenly, he's fallible in the eyes of the flock. And then, <clears throat> soon after he gets back to Zion, he defaults on a two million dollar payroll. Lawsuits follow. He demands church members come forth and make deposits to cover. Those who did not, he threatened with expulsion. Quote, the member of Zion who fears to put his money into our hands for safekeeping is a coward, and we have no use for him here. Wow. And people are still, some are still hanging in there. Some are hanging in there, but a lot of people are. give you everything. You are so good. This plan is perfect. Uh, All of Zion is now at risk of being repossessed, and he's just... (laughs) Repossessing a city. (laughs) Okay, so you got the one bike. That's going to come with us. What about all these marshmallow costumes you got? Uh, What do you think those are worth, the price? Those are personal. Yeah, but still, we're just taking whatever we can get some money for. No, I mean, you owe a lot of money. Are part of the town, the mushroom outfits. They're, are they marshmallow outfits or mushroom outfits? It looks like you took mushrooms marshmallow. and came up with an outfit. They're, mar- they're marshmallow. Well, look. <laughs> Roughly, how much? Uh, how much does each one of these costumes? I feel like I'm going to call them. How much does that cost? Oh, just like $700,000. <laughs> All right, we're going to take those. No, those are personal. I don't know why you feel like if something's personal, that means you get to keep it. Is that I get to keep it. it is that a law, or is I feel like you made that God. up? Because what? Given to me by God. I'm clearing. Do you have any certification that shows that this was a gift from God? Yeah, it's under one of my uh, gifts. Okay, don't actually, oh my god, I saw it, I saw it. Oh, I saw it, it was so weird. Oh, it was so weird. Oh my god, it was so, Jesus there's Christ. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot under there. Oh, how, so how did I see it so fast? How did you see it so fast? Oh. So he's, he's basically struggling to hold it all together. He now claims to try to get people to stay. He claims he was seeing strange lights and that as Elijah, he may come back to earth after death to get vengeance. That is a... I love it. Don't get me... I'm not... I'm a huge fan, obviously. But why not infuse that into him now like he's kind of just teeing up another psycho for the future like why wouldn't he be like I might just lose my beard and then be reborn you know what I mean like something like that and then shave I don't have the answers okay well it sounds like a really good question thank you Um, on January 1904 he went to San Francisco and hopped on a ship for Australia where his wife and son had already gone but people there had read about him Recently, and a mob of 5,000 were waiting for him in Sydney. Oh, of Australians! Don't worry, boys, the boat's coming in right now. Hello, my friends! Why are you frothing? Ready? Old? As soon as he got to Australia, he had to flee for his life. 
celebrate. <laughs> so did he flee? Where did he, he well, fled? He, in Australia? he jumps on a ship. He jumps on another, so he gets to Australia, which is a flight is brutal. Yeah. As a boat ride is fucking crazy. Yeah. And he gets there and he's like, oh, God, I don't feel well. And then he gets there and he's like, Wanker. oh, shit. Yeah, he's got to go like somewhere else. So he goes to London, but in London, no one will run him a theater. Everyone fucking hates him. Uh, so he comes back to New York on June 18th. And of course... Now I'm a stand-up. He meets a rich idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> Miss Hoffer, a millionaire, and she becomes a follower and starts paying off his debts. Oh, no. And they slowly shrunk, and Zion is back in shape in 1905. Oh, for fuck's sake, I thought... Don't clap. So what to do now? Well... Oh, it's Zion, baby. Target other countries. So... What? Mexico. Wait, now, what do you mean target? He's he, franchising? He plans to build a colony for one million dollars. He found a And Mexico's gonna pay for it. <laughs> he found a 12-minute-acre plot of land, and it would be called the Zion Paradise Plantations. Jesus, watch it. Actually, we should probably not use uh, the no, word No, that's the perfect name it's for it. There's no connotation that doesn't work. Slate. Who's the it's one who's dressing walk. like a marshmallow? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but on October 1st, John had a stroke. Oh. Fair. Fair. That's fair. Fair. Papers reported he was paralyzed and going to Mexico. His health got worse through November, and then he set sail for Jamaica. Zion. Now, Zion falls into chaos. John starts writing letters in the third person oh boy. for what everyone should do, but sending them to Mexico instead of Zion, which is confusing everybody. It was announced he was going to get a divorce, marry seven wives, and that the Mexican colony would be, would be a polygamous place. This guy, he's really, uh, he's really, I mean, yeah, he's like Elvis at this point. It's like, what is he wearing? Half of the citizens of Zion have Seven now wives. This is amazing. Those lucky women. <laughs> like, hopefully it's paralyzed, if you know what I mean. It isn't. Hello. So half of the, half of the uh, citizens of Zion have left. Zion's leading citizens investors now asked John's second in command, who was Reverend Wilbur Glenn Voliva. He was uh, doing missionary work in Australia at this point, and they asked him to return, so he came back and looked over the books and saw that the books are a disaster. Uh-huh. He charged John with extravagance, hypocrisy, misrepresentations, exaggerations, exaggerations, misuse of investments, tyranny, and injustice. And then he pulled off a coup and put himself in control. Wow. He said John had taken three, around $3 million from Zion. Okay. <laughs> I don't like how people are like, what? Huh? Not our John. 
the set removed John from power. He declares war against Voliva and said he was coming back to Zion and would take back control. John is? Yeah. So John... He's, now he's going to war. This is amazing. He's going, I'm going to take back my oh, shit. It's like the end of John Wick. So it just starts raining and he's like, that's it. And he's like, you, didn't you have a stroke? He's like, let's dance, motherfucker. I've got three of my seven wives. Turns out seven was maybe a little ambitious. Just a lot of moving rooms and really... Just one a day, it's actually a fucking nightmare if you really think. Every time I go to a room, they're pissed. It's really annoying, honestly. Two, two is great. I mean, I'm like 80, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like 80 years, seven wives at 80. Yeah, you're old. That's crazy. I don't even know where I am, really. Nobody does. Is this Mexico? Sure. Oh, dear. Wasn't I Scottish? Yes. Yes. But when you do an old man voice, you tend to not do Scottish. You tend to do, like, old American man. Well, I think I could do both. <laughs> That's it. I could find myself like this. So, uh... Creditors get involved. The creditors don't want John to come back. The stress turns out to be too much. And no. In May no. 1906. Dave, don't fucking say it. His health takes a nosedive. No. And in September, he gives up the fight and gives up the cult. He's like, you guys can have Zion. In return, they give him a lifetime allowance. What's that going to be, like a fucking year? Come on. Yeah, I yeah we'll give you a lifetime. Two months, yeah. yeah. Right. He finally died in 1907 in an advanced state of dementia. Uh, I think he lived in an advanced state of dementia. <laughs> now... He was probably like, I mean, his advanced state of dementia was probably just like, Zion seemed pretty crazy if you think about it. I don't know if I was talking to God at all. They're like, what's wrong with him? He's really sick. I think I just should have given the people money. I didn't need to start my own town. I could have been happy just doing other things. <laughs> He's lost it. New York was a bad idea. Whoa! Madison Square Garden for three weeks. I forgot I was Scottish again. Oh. So I think I might just wear a regular suit. Jesus Christ. He doesn't have long. He's out of his mind. Voliva was now billing himself as, quote, the world's richest holy man. He's uh, the new guy. <laughs> One of his big things was that the earth was flat. And now that became part of the religion. Now, one thing that Voliva did do was get a broadcasting license for this new thing called radio in 1923. All the hits and he of the started, 70s. He started his Zion radio station. That's WCBD. right. WCBD. WCBD Radio. Coming out with all the hymns, everything you want to hear. That's right. From God's satellite broadcast down to us in the studio. In the studio today, we have the Holy Ghost. He's standing here with us today. Oh, 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 all right. We've got all the hits coming at you. Hymn after hymn. It's a real <laughs> hymn fest. Here we go. Do, do, do. 
later today, we'll be giving out concert tickets. Everyone get ready. It's going to be unbelievable. Boy, you're going to be crosser than Jesus sitting up there. He died for your sins. Little Donna Summer coming at you. So this one's about Jesus Christ. It's the Bee Gees with staying alive. Bam. It became the most powerful radio station in the world. You can sometimes hear it all over the U.S., including Alaska. And for a time before regulation came in, you could broadcast whatever you wanted. <laughs> so now it's like... In studio, we have God. So now it went down, and now it's picking back up again because everyone's hearing it. And Right. And the people in Alaska are like, radio's great. So the 20s are a bit of glory years for Zion, but then the Great Depression hit. By 1933, the assets of Zion Industries Incorporated had been placed in receivership. Uh, dissidents took over, so people are living there who want it not to be religious, take over. Um, uh, Vivola's uh, personal police force, the Zion Guard, were disarmed. Uh, he said he would get control back, but ended up moving to Florida, where he died of diabetes in 1942. Those in control of Zion got rid of all the blue laws. Uh, cigarettes, pork, best, uh, baseball, now all okay. Movies, all good. Uh, look at all those bikes. I love a Sunday circle. Uh, they taught Sunday. They taught science in schools. They allowed doctors in the town. There are now still about 3,000 church members in the U.S., there's a, quite a few in South Africa because he got a foothold down there. That's like almost a Wait, whole different... Wait, are you saying still? Yes. Yes. I, I hope they listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hanging in there? You just need to see a picture and be like, oh, whoopsie poopsie. I mean... No, 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 no. Have you heard of Scientology? I have not. What is it all about? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, there's quite a few. And in, in, in South Africa, it's, I believe, very big. Um, so, yeah, that's the John Alexander Dower story. Jeez, that's great. Sources, Chicago Reader, When Zion Ruled the Waves, uh, John Collins, Militant Christian Extremism, A crit Critical Examination of John Alexander Dowie, uh, uh, Atlas Obscura, Chicago Reader, when, oh, I already did that, um, whatever the fuck that is, some Australian site. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's something educational. We're sitting on that one for a while, sir. I, I mean, it is always like the like religion is so fucking crazy. It is the specificity we've talked about it before, but it is like the specificity that's so bonkers. But it seems like it's you're able to take advantage of people who are either like they want to believe something more or they just haven't heard about the level of bullshit that goes into it. It's sort of like when uh, a comic decides to be like a Christian comic. 
Like, you are, it is just, like, it's like when Stephen Baldwin was, like, the Baldwin that everyone, I mean, imagine a time when he was the controversial Baldwin. But when he was just, like, a shithead, and everyone was like, yeah, this guy, and then he, like, went to Chris, they went until he was a born again, and now he's, like, a rock star in the world yeah. of Christianity. It is this simple play that you just seem to forever be able to get your following. You make good money. And great money. And you're a big fish in a small pond, or you're a marshmallow in a bowl of water. You're a marshmallow in the microwave, if you will. Um, God bless you guys. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming out. May God continue to bless the United States of America. We appreciate it. Thank you. Is that it? Yeah, uh, well then the meet and greet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.